Hello and welcome to the Shiny Peas Podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host Joan Mulmine and this is episode 106, Colour Work Challenge. Hello and welcome into another episode of the podcast. I am Jo Milmer, I'm the host of the Shiny Bees podcast and I am welcoming you all in today, everyone that is joining me for the first time. In particular, welcome, I hope you'll enjoy what you find here and if you are a returning listener, as always, my heartfelt gratitude that you are back with us again today, having a little bit of a mock about and a bit of a joke and catching up with some crafty stuff. So in today's show we're going to be talking about community news in the lounge section. We have Enablers Corner as always and we have some Whipping Piccadilly because we've not had that for a while. So it's a fairly low tariff episode today, there's no big, big concepts to think about, it's just a bit of hearty enabling and some light-hearted chatter so definitely in terms of if this episode was a pudding it's along the lines of angel delight and definitely not an exquisite ornate beautiful seven-tiered unicorn cake but that's good there's room for all of that with this podcast so get yourself a brew put your feet up and we will crack on with the show So community news section, the lounge area, which is where we have our little catch up for the week as to what's been going on within our community and any upcoming events or things that are going on that you might want to know about and potentially join in with. As I've mentioned in the last few episodes, I do have a new Facebook group for the podcast. We're at 300 and odd members in there now and it's quite fun quite low tariff at the moment again we're just um chilling out doing a bit of active stash exploration together um asking a few questions getting a bit of help and it's fun and i'm meeting lots and lots of people who are listeners long-time listeners that i've not had chance to speak to before which means i'm really enjoying that as a platform and it's making it easier for me to talk to new people that I've been listening for a long time and I've never actually got to meet yet, which is really good. I know some of you are a little bit disappointed about the move away from Ravelry. Um, that group is still open and I will update it when I get a chance, um, but it, w- it won't be the first priority as it has been in the past, just because I think that from what people are saying, Facebook is much easier for them. Like I said before, just download the groups app and then you don't have to deal with the feed all the time. Um, on your phone or on your smart devices and also if the notifications are too much you can adjust the number of notifications you get as well so it's a nice easy way to manage all of that and it is definitely a a thing that Ravelry is much harder to use on on devices than any other platform and I do believe that is the reason why people don't use it as much and because it has been it's become a bit of an angry place recently Um. And it's not just me, I've talked to a lot of people about this and they've all said the same thing, it is a little bit, like I hide from a lot of the groups anyway, (laughs) Um, especially any that get get a bit angry, but it just feels a little bit tense there and not that Facebook is much better, 
But uh, my, my advice to you is clear your feed of anything apart from trampoline and T-Rexes and your life will improve dramatically. <laughs> but I definitely feel that, that, that Ravelry is not... It's not the warm and fluffy place that it was at, at one point anyway. And, of course, they don't have any trampoline and T-Rexes, which means they're further down my list because everyone loves a trampoline and T-Rex. It's not a real one, obviously, they're extinct, but it is a man in a T-Rex suit and it's just it shouldn't be that funny, but it is. It's a bit slapstick, love it. I'll have to get some videos and put them in the group to cheer you all along. It's always, always good to have some funny videos. So that's when the majority of our stuff is, is going on at the moment I do pop in there every uh, few days and catch up with welcome messages and things um, but if you do want to come and join us the group is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash shiny bees podcast community this month over in the group and it was a very last minute decision so it hasn't been that widely publicized and I do have plans for the rest of the year and I will share those with you when I get chance and I'll tell you for why I've not had a chance to do anything in a minute but this month is all about colour work. Colour work being fair isle, stranded knitting or intarsia is another type of colour work. And it's about using more than one colour in your knitting, basically. And it's a little bit more complicated than ordinary knitting. And some people do get a bit intimidated by it because it's, it's much easier for things to go wrong. So what I've been doing every day pretty much is posting tips in the group of useful tutorials, good blog posts, nice patterns. On Friday I just put two pictures of, of Shetland ponies in Fair Isle jumpers because it, it was bang on brand and I wanted something fairly low fat for the weekend and, and just th threw that in there for a laugh because everyone needs Shetland ponies in Fair Isle knitwear, even more so than, than dogs in knitwear. It's just when the internet is getting a little bit too much for you, just go and have a look at those, those Shetland ponies. You'll be fine. Right as rain. So um, they went in there on Friday and I'm just pulling out different things that I've collected that have been useful and sharing them with people in case you're thinking about maybe giving it a bit of a bash. It is sort of to encourage the active stash exploration that we've got ongoing and give a bit of framework to that and encourage you to you know to get in there if you don't really know where to start and to get a bit of help if you if you do find it intimidating and you want to try it but you don't want to do it on your own then it's it's a good way of doing that because there are lots of quite experienced people in the group as well who can help you out it also kind of feeds into some stuff that i want to explore around color work and and the history of it and everything else and some people I want to speak to so it kind of leads into that nicely too but it's just mostly in terms of let's get let's get our yarns out and let's see what we can match up and those single skeins that don't aren't big enough to make what we want anymore because there's only so many shawls you can have and we want to match them up with other things what can we do what can we make so that is the colour work challenge it's in our Facebook group the hashtag for that is shiny bees colour work challenge if you want to join in elsewhere on Instagram etc um, I do float around in there occasionally and we can have a look at what each other's doing and encourage each other on through that. So that is our challenge for February. It's called 28 Days Later. Um, it's got nothing to do with the actual film. It just it was just like it sounds quite catchy. I'll do that. I'll call it that. But it's um, something a bit different, you know, to get you in there and trying stuff. Also, following on from the last episode, which was a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Pussy Hats made the, the, the cover of Time magazine in the States, which I thought was really cool. I liked the very sinister photo on the front with the big shadow and pointy ears. Um, 
but it just adds more fuel to the knitting and crochet is more than just craft like you can actually do things with it and how something that is seen as quite gimmicky and I had messages from a few people saying I'd, I thought it was completely pointless until you pointed out all the other stuff around it which is good because I do want to encourage you to think beyond like the obvious stuff definitely it's one of my big things is like look at what's going on and look at what you're missing what's not being pushed and what's not immediately obvious look at the relationships between things and why things happen the way they do um because it helps you understand things better and just you know having that visual of, of neon pink hats has obviously gone quite a long way uh, along with all of the the action that went on to to make it newsworthy and bring craft into the fore again which is i think it's a good thing to to look at how what you do can be bigger than just making and it's like I said last time it's something that we're going to be exploring on the podcast and I'm going to be talking to different people and I will be keeping it still a not apolitical I mean obviously some political conversations will will come up and I'm not going to censor people necessarily but my podcast is where I come to hide from politics in the real world and I know a lot of you do too so it's not that I don't have any views it's just I don't express any of them here so I'm, I'm going to try and keep it that way but there are some really interesting people doing interesting stuff with craft at the moment and I want to hear their stories and I know you do too from the messages that I've had so we're going to be doing more of that which is awesome very excited about that some really interesting people to speak to since the last time as a community catch-up I spoke to you I had a couple of weeks off the podcast it's been a little bit crazy um at Casa Shiny I held my business retreat for my business with the bollocks peeps in the Lake District uh, the weekend before last. That was very successful, very good fun, very productive, lots of really confident and well-planned ladies left by the end of the weekend, which was really, really good. I love bringing really witty, clever ladies together and seeing what happens when you do and obviously massive fires it was like three fireplaces full of fire it was good love that but the reason why there weren't any podcast episodes around that is because we had a little bit of a dramatic week in terms of the mill miners and um the millmobile shall we call it the millmobile his name is norman i have a mcgann his name is norman uh, McGann Sports Tourer, which it makes it sound fancier than it is. It's basically an estate. I have kids and cars and a roof box, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not cool anymore. Used to have a Mini Cooper S. That was when I was cool. I'm in my 30s now. I'm not cool. Although I did get ID'd yesterday in booze. And then he's like, how old are you? I was 33. Love it. Love it. Anyway, so uh, I took Sanimal to his first ever nursery party in a soft play centre, what could possibly go wrong, you know, it's soft play, that's the whole point, soft play, uh, relatively safe, you know, it's an hour, they'll get some sandwiches, we'll go home, it'll all be fine, and it wasn't, obviously, by the fact that the story's made it into the podcast, so I'm not a helicopter mum, but I do, like, I am quite safety aware, and uh, took him to this soft play and took sissy as well because um it was after school and somehow he managed to fall and bang his head and we're not quite sure how because i wasn't fully eyes on when it occurred and it isn't the biggest soft play in the world either so it's not like it was death defying stuff um and what one of one of them was found him face down on the floor like wailing dramatically on the little football pitch i was like oh yeah it's probably just been dramatic come here sit down 
So after he'd been on my knee wailing for 40 minutes, he then vomited all over me and I ended up taking him to the infirmary, by which point he was like an angry, drunk, miniature, like a wee free man, like I imagine the Knack Feagles to be. He was like a little Knack Feagle, because he is tiny, um, but not blue. But he, he was acting like he was drunk and he was like kicking off and punching me and he never does that kind of stuff. So we had an unscheduled sleepover in the infirmary because he had concussion, as you probably guessed, um, which was a little bit emotional and uh, not the comfiest of beds to sleep on by any stretch of the imagination. And hourly obs is not what, not what anyone needs after you've been in there all night. So I, I, that was a little bit, yeah. I was like, how do you manage this? We're in a soft play. It's not like we were playing British Bulldog or anything, you know, <laughs> you're in a soft play. Only my kid would get concussion in a soft play. Um, and then just proceed to vomit all over everyone for hours and kick off. And um, that was on Wednesday and on Friday I managed to crash my car. It wasn't my fault, obviously. Um, and everything is fine apart from the wing of my car. But uh, yeah, some, some guy pulled out in front of me on a roundabout and I was on the roundabout and he just didn't see me and pulled out. And I managed to slow down and... and prevent t-boning him into the the fence because i'd seen him and i was just like this guy's just not seeing me at all he's gonna pull no you're really not gonna pull it you're gonna pull out you, you, what <laughs> so yeah that was a bit like i really don't need this i'm on my way to an appointment in manchester at the hospital and i need to be there and you you know like car crash nobody needs this so uh, that was that was a little bit crazy and uh, it's, the car's fine, it's all gone into be fixed, we're all fine. The, the airbags didn't go off, I because mean, I'd seen him early enough, I'd, I'd kind of prevented anything crazy happening. And um, I've been given this Micra, I've got a Nissan Micra courtesy car. And you know you kids are a little bit privileged when they get into the back of the car and they point at the window handle, you know, the windy window handle, and say, Mummy, what's that? I'm like, dude, it's winding the window down, how can you not know this? I bet you're, telling, you're going to tell me now you've never played a tape cassette, aren't you? You're gonna tell me now. You don't know what that, what a, what a record it is, aren't you? <laughs> and uh, yeah, totally. Like, all oh, right, this winds the window down. Let me, because it's minus three. Let me wind the window down on the motorway. O M G. So that's been a little bit, a little bit emotional. It's it's like a throwback car. It's a new car, but it's it's totally like budget, completely budget. I'm just like, oh no way, not enjoying this. So it's been a little bit like one thing after another. And thankfully, and I'm very grateful that it was all very, very benign and not serious, serious, and everything was sorted out in the end. Um, but obviously when all that kind of stuff's kicking off and going on, getting getting on your podcast is the last thing on your mind. And so it's just been a case of, oh, yes, anyway. So yeah, it's been fun here, but the main thing is that lots of you have been in touch and kind of keeping my spirits up, even though you didn't know about any of this. Um, in the meantime, talking about the new format of the show and new content that's coming out and the new improved attitude that you get in from my me, my good self, uh, and expect more of that. Basically, I'm I, I'm done with playing the game. <laughs> I'm just done with it. I'm like, no, that's opinions is what you're getting now. Done, 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 done. Trying to fit in and and have be told off for not liking flowers and everything else. So I'm. Uh, breaking out and taking it to the next level as they say 
So anyway, that's you caught up with me and me with you. And um, as I said, there'll be links in the show notes to all of the stuff I've mentioned for the group and everything. But if you want to come join us on Facebook in the group, it is facebook.com slash groups slash shiny bees podcast community. So on to Enablers Corner. This week in Enablers Corner then, I have two completely non-related to knitting things for you because I like to mix it up a little bit, be a rebel and all that kind of stuff. So the first one I have for you, the first thing that I'm enabling you to is Ginger Rainbow and her Fab Dab Darby Dozy Doodles. She's an illustrator. Um, I met her recently through a mutual friend of ours. And she's super, super witty, like really witty. And she's got this brilliant way of capturing observational humour in cartoons. Her style is quite, looks, it's quite scribbly, a bit like Quentin Blake. Um, Little tiny eyes on the people and quite scribbly and and rough around the edges, quite informal. Um, But she just has this way of of capturing what's going on and, and making it into a picture that I find super, super amusing. Um, because she, like I said, she's really witty as well. You can follow her on Instagram. She's gingerrainbow1 on Instagram. I will put links in the show notes and I will share one of her um, doodles after so you can see it. But she does little videos where you can see what she's doodling and she also puts the, her little cartoons on there too. So you can, like, something will come up for her and she'll have an idea and she'll write about it um, and draw a picture and they're just really witty. And she drew me a picture of... Um, a man bun, a man bun person. So it's a hipster with a randomly ginger in parts beard and a man bun and drew it and sent it to me and it's really cool. So if you like a little bit of observational humour and you like your cartoons and your drawings, then she would be a great person for you to check out. And I will link to her in the show notes, which Ginger Rainbow, um, one on Instagram. She does have a shop where you can buy cards and things on Etsy and I will also whack that in the show notes too because she has some really funny um valentine's cards at the moment in that are not like your sickly oh i love you valentine's cards they're quite quirky and funny which is always good and my second completely at a nine degree tangent to to that and the knitting is um hashtag hotel room view which is a hashtag that's run by um one of my friends bex and she's also started a Tumblr on it as well, at my encouragement, totally encouraged her to do it. And she, her job involves travelling around a lot, so she's always in different hotels um, for her work, her work outside of knitting. And so she'll put pictures of the hotel rooms up. It started months ago when she'd just put a random picture up. And for some reason, I found this massively intriguing and really nosy. Like, I always want to know where she is. And I've now got to the point where... I, if she puts a hotel room up I can guess which city she's in and sometimes to the hotel (laughs) because I've been following her for that long it's random they're just pictures of hotel rooms there's no one in the picture it's just the hotel room um but there's something quite addictive about it in the same way there's something quite addictive about looking at houses on right move and looking at real estate listings and nauseating through the pictures to see what people's houses are like there's also something equally addictive about hashtag hotel room view so you can find her on Instagram 
and she's she's under that hashtag of hotel room view and she's also done a tumblr and i'll put a link to those in the show notes for you too if you just like a bit of mindless like i wonder where she is today then that that that's where you find out i love it i love it i'm not even sorry i don't even know why i like it they're just hotel rooms and you know like hotel rooms the decor's all right but unless it's upmarket it's not like there's a lot to be you know dissected in terms of what what kind of style they're using it's just a hotel room but it's just quite fun i don't know don't know what it is anyway i'm enabling you this week then to ginger rainbow illustrations and hashtag hotel room view whipping piccadilly it's been a while, hasn't it, since we've talked knitting and specifically what I'm working on, what I've finished, what I've not finished, what I've thought about knitting and not got round to, what I have randomly cast on having not discussed any of it with you because I like to, I like to run these ideas past you, you know, in case they're crazy. So you can all stop me from getting involved in daft ideas. And um, this normally only happens once every month to six weeks because I don't I don't spend enough time knitting. Therefore, I don't finish enough things. Um, it's not the time a slow knitter. I just find other things that take up all of my time instead of knitting. And disappointingly, when I had my little stay in the hospital, I did not have any knitting with me. That was a problem. But I know you like to get some ideas and tips of stuff that you could work on. So I am back with you to give you an update and give you a little, little touch of enabling on the pattern front, particularly for the active stash exploration slash colour work challenge. So I finished some stuff. I have finished some stuff. I was working on Spindrift, which is a pattern by Helen Stewart for a semicircular shawl. It's quite a basic pattern with a couple of rows of eyelets along the bottom kind of curve to add a bit of interest and I was working this in the Knitting in France cash sock and it was in the colourway Birds of a Feather which was an exclusive for the Golden Skein and in the autumn quarter of last year and lovely yarn and it had some lighter white colours with some pale pinks and then some flashes of red, blue and purple. So I needed a pattern that would be fairly receptive to that and not have too much about it in terms of texture and everything else because it would be competing with the colours on the yarn. So I went for Spindrift. It is a free pattern if you join Helen's newsletter. So if you've not knitted shawls before and you don't really know where to start, this would be a good place to start because if you join her newsletter you get the pattern for free but she also has created a mini course that helps you along knitting your first ever shawl. So it's definitely worth checking that out and dead easy pattern you know it's a proper no-brainer. Her pattern system she uses is really clear and quite addictive. It's kind of heavy on the printing because it's done out line by line and the percentages are worked out so if you you can compare how much yarn you've got left to how much percentage you've got left to knit and all that kind of good stuff um, but because you're ticking them off every time it gets really really addictive and uh, very very easy and clear to follow which is the main thing if you're new to knitting shawls you need something where it, everything is spelled out in explicit detail to you so that you can be successful and your first shawl will be good because I mean if it's only your first one you, you're still working on actually getting the knitting part right um, quite apart from learning constructions and everything else 
So that was a really relaxing fun knit. It was one of those easy pick up put down projects that don't require a great deal of thought that you can take anywhere. Um, if you're traveling and all that kind of stuff, you can bang out a few rows and I did over Christmas. Um, have a couple of long car trips in which that was good because if you if you get sick in the car like if you can't read in the car which I can't um if you're looking down too much it can make you feel a little bit rough whereas this was so simple I didn't have to look down um which meant I could actually knit it in the car so it was one of those perfect kind of travel projects one skin projects for a scarf that you're probably going to use everywhere and that is really achievable even for new knitters and for those of us that are more experienced it's a nice you know potato chip zero effort brainless knit which is is always good it's nice to have those in the back pocket particularly if it's a yarn that needs a little bit more thought in terms of matching it up to a pattern i also finished um, everyday brew by claire divine i knitted this in eden cottage yarns whitfeld chunky in the colorway coal which is black jet black completely black love me some baby alpaca never gonna knit with black yarn again it's just hard work like you can't see properly what you're doing unless you've got a head torch on more or less which is a valid use for a head torch and i've extolled the virtues of head torches to you many times before in in any life situation there's there's almost never a point where a head torch won't be a useful thing to own and um, a head torch is a headlamp for the, my American friends, which is like a little miniature torch that's on an elastic band and it straps to your head. A headlamp in the UK is something on your car, which is completely different. My headlamp's currently smashed, <laughs> but it's different. It's different to a head torch, which is a little torch, like you do for climbing, that you strap to your forehead with a big rubber, not rubber, elastic um, band that goes around your head. So you can use it for dog walking and you can use it when the power goes out and you can use it when it's dark and you're coming back from the pub. Um, all sorts of things. You can also use it when you're knitting black yarn and you can't see properly with the ambient lighting in your room. Um, or you could just not knit with black yarn and that is probably what I'm going to do from now on. <laughs> it's just not knit with black yarn. The yarn is beautiful, the base is lovely and the finished object is very nice and it's a very rich black so it's not you know faded or wishy-washy it's a nice rich strong black um and the baby alpaca yarn is is a dream you know it's snuggly and fluffy and warm and and lovely and the pattern itself was very easy to follow especially if um you, again if you're new to hat knitting claire's patterns are particularly clear she is trained as a teacher and her patterns as a result are very very clear in their detail and she's always one of the people I recommend if someone says to me that they want to start knitting and where to start. I always say, chin off Zerda because the patterns are half explained. Go to Claire Divine. So, <laughs> and she's got some brilliant uh, tutorials out. You've probably seen them popping up on Instagram uh, for various things. Uh, today, I think there was joggler stripes. I used to do joggler stripes, which is where when you go around knitting in the round, so you don't have the little jump in between your stripes it looks like one continuous stripe there's a way that you can fix it so that that doesn't happen and it's a, a continuous stripe she's got some videos for that and she's been putting them on instagram the last kind of week or so and she she now goes under the brand of knit share love if you can't find her under her own name which is claire divine with an e d-e-v-i-n-e but yeah the pattern was super easy to follow it was quite a quick satisfying some nice texture in the pattern without having to do anything that you in involves thinking about any of it um and a great one for the blokes that was a hat for um millie he's gonna get that hat so 
highly recommended. I can see me knitting that hat again because it was just it was just enough to keep you interested, but not so much that you actually have to think, which is always top of my list these days. Unless it's one of Boo's shawls, because I love Boo. I think I might need to do another beaded shawl soon. I feel, I'm feeling the need for some... feel the need, the need for beads. Or something like that. Maybe March will be the, the month of bead. Who knows? Who knows? But Everyday Brew is highly recommended. It's a great gift knit as well. So there what I've finished. And I've been dead good. I have not cast anything else new on. I've worn some yarn to knit a hat for the beast, which is Countessa Blaze English Gentleman. DK, which is a 50-50 Masham BFL blend. I think the blend has recently changed to a 75-25 BFL Masham. Um, but this is this is stock from last year that I've I've had in my stash. Hashtag active stash exploration. So I've I've worn that up, ready to go. It will be a fairly simple hat. And I've also got in my fantasy knitting queue uh, the prism hat by tin can knits now this is a hat that came out of the mad color collection which came out back end of last year i've not had a chance to kind of go through it and review it for you yet but i've been in there because it's just luminous bright in your face funky color the whole thing is all about color which appeals to me as you can imagine with my primary school sense of, of color appreciation but Prism, the hat, is um, it's a pattern you can get separately. It's $8.40 US separately. The entire collection comes in at $21.60 US dollars for the ebook. And the Prism pattern itself is, it contains kind of like recipes for three different sorts of, of hat. Uh, one of them is striped, one of them is colour work, and one of them has some slip stitches to make, to give the appearance of colour work, but it's not they just go around the hat instead and great ways of using up your odds and ends of colours and trying different colours together and like the the possibilities for what you could do with like these three basic patterns are pretty much endless you know you there's all sorts of things you can do even just playing with one or two colours let alone the number of colours they've used in some of them is it is def you know it's crazy and um, but really beautiful effects so I thought well that's quite a good 840 seems like a lot for a pattern. I don't think it is a lot for a pattern. Um, I don't think it's a lot for a pattern at all, but it's more than you would normally expect for a hat pattern. But when you look at what you can do with it, I think it's really good value. And absolutely one that you can kind of put in your active stash exploration arsenal to help you get through some of these different yarns and, and try some of them together. What I also liked, going on a slighter side, in this is um, in the collection, in Mad Colour, they've also got a jumper called 1999. Oh! Prince isn't in the collection, but the jumper is. And um, it's awesome. So it's a sweater, it's worsted weight, and it's all stocking stitch, but on the front it's got a lace panel. Not It's masculine lace, um, so very geometric looking lace, not lacy lace, not girly lace, masculine lace. Um, not that we stick to any stereotypes on this programme, but you know where I'm going with this. It's very structural lace rather than pretty lace. And um, it's got this panel on the front, so you can have your coloured jumper, and then underneath you can wear a contrasting coloured t-shirt, and you get some of the colour play from that, which I thought was really cool. That comes in in the ebook as well. Uh, so you know, between the both of those, you may as well just buy the ebook and get all the patterns. There's like sixteen of them, and it's twenty one sixty US dollars if you want to get involved in that. But they're they're those two are definitely definitely 
on my tinnit list, um, particularly the prism hat. So if you've knitted any of those or any of the other patterns from that Tin Can Knits collection, let me know and tell me what you thought and if you've got any good tips for getting, you know, getting the colours together and all that kind of stuff that have worked, then it'd be interesting to hear from you. So that is my Whipping Piccadilly. So that is all we have time for this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. As I promised, the angel delight of, of podcast episodes for you today. Very low tariff, very low emotional involvement in, required from you um, as a kind of leading back after a couple of weeks of, of, of quite crazy stuff, to be honest. And um, who knows what next week will bring. Will it be a seven-layered unicorn cake of wonder? Will it be a massive baroque amazingness structure cake boss style or it might just be a little angel cake you know or a battenberg love a bit of battenberg who knows what we'll get but in the meantime i hope you'll have a great week happy crafting and remember to come join us over in the group on facebook and say hello at shiny bees podcast community speak to you all again soon bye to the shiny bees podcast a podcast for those who like their knitting comedy and yarn in equally large measures if you'd like to get in contact with me you can do so via the blog or i'm shiny bees on ravelry instagram twitter pinterest and facebook you can email me at shinybeesinfo at gmail.com music for this episode is provided by a music alley and it is adam and the water boys and i need a drink i need a drink